Welcome to the Dynasty Happy Hour Podcast. Pull up a chair and kick up your feet as you get ready to enjoy some of the industry's most entertaining and actionable Dynasty content on the planet. We're talking veterans, rookies, sleepers, and oh yeah, you know the crew has those dad jokes ready for you. So let's not wait any longer and bring on the host or some combination of Doug, James, and Tyler. Welcome into the Dynasty Happy Hour. It is episode 385, and I am your host this evening. Doug's taking the week off, and you're stuck with Tyler and I. Uh, Tyler, what's going on? Uh, nothing. I'm excited for tonight's episode. There's nothing funner uh, for me to kind of go over the landscape of quarterbacks because, um, yeah, like this year we had about 50, I think it was close to 50 starters. Yeah. So uh, it'll be fun to kind of go over and see what we might be able to go like even backups like we're we're looking at handcuffing quarterbacks now in Superflex League so oh yeah it'll be fun as Tyler alluded to it is going to be a great episode we're going over the 2024 quarterback landscape utilizing early January ADP we're going to talk about the the potential QB carousel that's going to be happening in the next couple of months and uh, we'll get into some news right before that but first we'd like to thank you if you've liked and subscribed on YouTube, thank you so much. We appreciate that. Leave a review. And if not, you can check us out every Tuesday night here at 9, 8, 9 <laughs> Eastern, 8 Central. <laughs> I'm, I'm always screwed up with the time zones. Um, I still don't know how it's only 8 o'clock where uh, Tyler lives. James still thinks that's 2008. Yeah, there's no time zones. No time zones. It's just the East Coast, baby. That's how I roll. But uh, we would like to thank our sponsor, Underdog, playing the best, the best daily best ball on the, the best. <laughs> I'm destined for failure, I guess. Keep um, going. I believe daily you. pack, we daily pickings, uh, daily pickums. Jesus, you got Arthur Smith on the mind. Yeah, right. Just, just go to Underdog, <laughs> click DHH. You get, you know, your. A hundred dollars match right away, match, you know, dude. They have so many fun games. They have the pickums, as I said, and I jumbled and I messed up. That Doug likes. You get to pick three to six players. If they all hit, you win big. I like to play best ball daily. Uh, so for those playoffs, for those, for those, uh, for the Super Bowl, you can play best ball and pick a certain amount of players on each team and have at it, win some money. But use code DHH. And get yourself matched up to $100 right away. All right. All right. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready for some not player news. All right. This and is, you've already talked about it. Um, Atlanta. Obviously, we know Arthur Smith is out the door. And they go out and hire Raheem Mostert. Mo Raheem Mostert. Raheem Morris. Raheem Mostert. He's old enough to be head he's coach. Old, that he, is for sure. <laughs> he's about, like, what, like two years younger than Raheem Morris? Um, so Yeah. Uh, lots of moves going on. We had Jim Harbaugh land in L.A. with the Chargers. Uh, Dave Canales hired as the Panthers head coach, leaving only two teams currently without a head coach. That's the Seahawks and the Commanders. We know Dan Quinn just finished uh, his second interview with the Washington Commanders tonight. God, no. And uh, it could happen. Um, Bill Belichick still not hired, um, and, and he probably won't. But the Seahawks, I mean, Mike Vrabel is is still there, and we know for a fact that 
some OCs that were in DCs that were going for jobs just start staying put, like Bobby Slowick staying with the Texans as OC, Ben Johnson staying with the Detroit Lions, who just lost this past weekend. And then we have Arthur Smith, who lands the new D.C. job in Pittsburgh. O.C. I mean, he could be D.C. O.C. Because he, hel- he helps other teams. Ah, but O.C. D.C. So uh, I do want to go over this. Uh, the o- I was thinking about this tonight. And mm-hmm. the offensive coordinators staying with their jobs. If they start getting $8 million a year, I could see them staying at their job. Like Vic Fangio got $10 million per year in Miami, and they cut him. Mm-hmm. If offensive coordinators start getting 10 to 12, we could see a movement where offensive coordinators are like, hey, I'm having success here. I'm getting as almost as much as a head coach. Why not? Like, just stay here. I don't have the responsibility of a head coach. I can take this offense that I know is succeeding. But then you got the mentality of like, hey, you could be an NFL head coach. There's only 32 of those jobs in the world. So maybe. But I think we're seeing these young offensive coordinators stay just due to maybe not being ready maybe they're the fearful fearfulness of them not succeeding and then you know yeah no back. that makes that yeah. makes a lot of sense like, like especially Brady. especially yeah joe brady staying with the bills yeah makes a lot a, of sense ben johnson most importantly you know they took the past couple years and they have been building this offense they know where it is now they have all the pieces in place they were a super bowl contender and in my opinion, they they beat themselves that second half of the game on Sunday, and they should have been into the Super Bowl, but they did not do that. But I think Ben Johnson makes the right decision here and just stays with the team. There's always going to be movement around the league this year, more so than ever. And you have coaches like like we mentioned, Bill Belichick, not getting hired so far. But then you have OCs like Kellen Moore, who just got signed with uh, the Eagles, who's going to take on another offensive coordinator job. So, yeah, I mean, just these retreads, the Eagles are going to look completely different and hopefully for the better, but Kellen Moore's offense did not look good this year. So I'm a little worried about that offense. A lot of piece broken pieces in that offense. As far as yes, injuries, this that year. is, that is true. Um, I want to go to Raheem Morris. Sure. Um, going on the offensive side. I'm not worried. He is a leader of men. And I think he learned a lot through his path. He was Tampa Bay's head coach after he's in our, Tampa Bay's head coach did not do good. Then he went to Atlanta, and then he is the interim for Atlanta after Dan Quinn got fired. So Atlanta was defeated, their own four. He comes in, he wins four games. So it's not it's not crazy to think he's he's learned a lot from Sean McVay, you know, with his players. But he, the biggest thing for me is he brought over Zach Robinson, quarterbacks coach from the Rams, and this is what we want completely to. Uh, to see, we want to we want to see that Rams offense instilled in this offense. So Bijan, we could see Kyron Williams like numbers. Like Tyler mm. Algier will definitely sub in here and there, but if he brings that LA offense, that running back is getting used, and he is going to get used a lot. They great for the pass catchers as well. Yep, they got a number one target always, and it's Cooper Cup Puka. So Drake London, here we go. You're going to get moved around. They're going to use him to his best abilities. Awesome. Kyle Pitts. Tyler Higby is literally 20% of Kyle Pitts athletically. If they can unlock Kyle Pitts, maybe even move him around as a big slot guy. That's that's wheels up. The only thing missing, a quarterback. Now, we're going to go over the quarterback landscape, and hopefully we can maybe find a quarterback here and there for them. 
But this is great news. And Zach Robinson is young enough and kind of unknown enough that he isn't going to leave somewhere next year. He should be same put. And like I said about the offensive coordinators, we could see a movement where they just stay where they're succeeding and they get comfortable and they just like, okay, this is where I'm going to be. I mean, we, we're in an off season where there's two teams left, which uh, Mike McDonald will probably be one of them. Yeah. Uh, DC for the Ravens who very deserving. He, I thought he, he did very well this year. And I, I actually want Atlanta to take him. Really? Yes. Him or Bobby Sloak. But I'm actually very happy with the way he built the, the coaches. He took a lot of the Rams people and brought them over. So the uh, way you always like to see that. Yes. So um, I'm very excited for that. And but I, I'm excited for the season. But, you know, going for quarterbacks. Jim Harbaugh, this may not help anybody but Herbert. Because Harbaugh is a great quarterbacks type coach. He, he was a quarterback. But, you know, when he was a San Fran, people were like, oh, he's a quarterback whisperer. He can bring, bring you know, a good offense. He everywhere he went, the defense succeeded insanely. Like the defense was what they're known about running the ball and defense. So, with Herbert, we could see more of a West Coast style offense, but more of what we want to see from Herbert. They're going to build off the play action. So, I like this move. Harbaugh, I think, is going to bring the best out of Herbert no matter what. And I think that's the main reason why he chose this job is because Herbert. Yeah. So, I like that fit. Um, Dave Canales. He's getting a lot of help. Everything I'm seeing is he's getting... He's bringing over the whole crew from uh, Tampa Bay. Yes, and he's going to be calling plays, but he's also getting help with the head coach. Like, he's he's bringing in help for himself. Um, I'm not sure I like that. I thought, I Assistant thought Pan- head coach? Yeah, well, I mean, like, an advisor almost, because he's new, he's younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has had six, succession with a lot of uh, smaller quarterbacks, Russ Wilson, um, Baker, so, um, but not quite as small as uh, Bryce Young. Bryce, we Young. will we will see. Um, I did not see this hire happening, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, Bill Belichick, he's not going to get hired. We talked about the Eagles. Bobby Sloak staying with the Texans. I think he he'll be there for at least two more years. Yeah, I, I love I love that that they retain both their offensive and defensive coordinators in uh, in the tech in Houston and Loki. Ken Dorsey going to the Browns, love it. I think that is very underrated because Ken Dorsey was the the whistleblower, kind of the guy that, like, hey, we got rid of this guy just to have a fall guy. That's what he was. He was the fall guy for the Bills when they were in their slump. Uh, yeah, the offense started picking up. The running game started picking up. But when Dorsey was there, the pass game was infinite. Like, And that's yeah. what we want to see. So, Wheels up for Amari Cooper. That, I think... Deshaun Watson, a glimpse of hope. We might have a slight (laughs) up for uh, Tillman, the receiver, and Elijah Moore. I think Najoku is going to be sound. He's going to keep rolling. But I Mm -hmm. do think that if Chubb comes back and forward, we are going to see the running game not be what the Browns used to be. We're going to see a different Browns offense, and I think it's good for Watson. I know Doug said he's not touching him. I am looking at him in a different light a little bit, but if this it, is a if very... it dips, if it dips a little bit more, I might, I might go ahead and dip my foot in the pool. Um, but yeah, this sounds good. I like, I like it for the air game in, in uh, Cleveland. Yes. We got a little bit of player news, not too much more to go over. Uh, Vikings tight end TJ Hawkinson underwent a successful surgery on his torn ACL on Monday. That's good to know. He'll be back for next season at some point. 
Um, Steelers owner Art Rooney said the team's hopes to re-sign QB Mason Rudolph this offseason. Now, I'm going to pause here real fast because, you know, we're going to be talking about quarterbacks and it's not going to be Kenny Pickett. No, and it shouldn't be. Um, yeah. Honestly, I don't think it should be Rudolph either. They should look elsewhere. What screams a Tomlin guy? Justin Fields. Like, I'd love Justin Fields in Atlanta, but if he's not with Atlanta. Kirk Cousins. Give No, K- Kirk in Pittsburgh would be god-awful. Kirk needs hmm. a dome. Oh, yeah, that's right. Kirk he doesn't needs, play outside very well. <laughs> Kirk needs a dome, and I think that is going to be a huge thing. He with did it in Washington. Season. That's why I think Kirk in Atlanta, because they had Matt Safford, an older quarterback, was six, you know, they succeeded with him. Kirk in Atlanta could be a major option, so that's a dark horse for me. But I would put money on him staying in Minnesota. I was talking to somebody, and he, all he wants is like 45, 47 mil a year. That's Daniel Jones money. And mm-hmm. he wants it all guaranteed. Fine with me. Better than going out and searching elsewhere. Like, don't go that route. And Minnesota has opportunity. They could they could bring Cousins in for two years and then draft J.J. McCarthy as a guy because he needs a sit. I, I low-key really like McCarthy this offseason. He's, he's a guy with athletic ability. He's not quite there mentally. I do think he needs a year. Uh, reminds me a lot of what Jordan Love was. He needs a year or two just to sit. And mentally be able to get the offense under him. So um, Atlanta has a lot of options, but Kirk is going to be very interesting this offseason. Yeah, I like I like Kirk, and I like the dip in value right now being injured. Um, but we did. There is some light shedding on that injury. Uh, he's recovering from his torn Achilles, and will begin throwing in the next month or so. Uh, reports coming out from Tom Pelissero and the NFL Network. That dude. That does it for the news. That's a lot. That's a lot to handle already. We're only 13 minutes in, and I'm done with news for the like, at least a week. Anyway, but let's uh, give a shout out to a, one of our sponsors, Trophy Smack. Get a customized trophy for your league. And man, I'm telling you, if you look behind here, oh, I can't see it. Hang on, let me lift it up. And I hope you're watching on YouTube. It's the belt, baby. It really, I should just bring it in, like just rock it over my shoulder. That's an option. Yeah, it definitely is on this show. Um, But no, use code DHH ring to get a $60 free championship ring with any order. Uh, Punch DHH ring in the promo code and just add the ring to your order. Pick up your trophy for your league and get a ring for yourself or get a ring for the, for the winner of your league or get a loser, loser uh, trophy. Toilet seat. Yeah, get a toilet seat to wrap or or I, I see that new flashy neon leotard running around uh social media. So whatever you want to do, buy a leotard, add the ring into your into your uh cart, put DHH ring in the promo, and get a free ring at checkout. Trophy smack, the so, best trophies for fantasy football. I was out with my wife and we're going on our way to Costco, and there's a billboard, and it said this is what a fantasy football loser looks like it's one of those video ones that flashes by mm-hmm. and it had a big arrow pointing i thought it was an advertisement for trophy smack i'm like oh wow like locally this is nuts it was not oh no a group of friends actually paid for the advertisement <laughs> and had this guy's picture because he lost the league that was his punishment 
losing the league. Oh, that's awesome. And it made my day. And I thought to myself, I need to step it up. Yeah, like I, I need. But to I mean, if up. I mean, if you post my picture in Minnesota, like it, I, I'm not going to be hurt. It doesn't that matter. Much. Like it's definitely if a you put it out league. here in Atlantic City, a lot of people are going to know my face. So it's not a, it's not a good thing. It's a it's a local league. So, yeah, I, this is fantastic. I absolutely I love, love great, that. It's a great idea. Great idea. All right. Ready to talk quarterbacks? Yeah, we're going to get into the 2024 Dynasty QB landscape. Uh, like we mentioned at the top of the show, we're going to utilize some DLF super flex ADP for this exercise. And I'm excited, Tyler, because, you know, I always do my homework and it is looking like a great thing uh, just to roll it out. For those of you that don't know, um, can we just go through the top five first and then give our thoughts, you know, one through five. Now we're doing ADP, right? Yeah, we're doing ADP. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, the top three are, are pretty standard. Uh, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes as QB three, and that's an ADP of about three overall in Superflex. So but when we get to number four, yeah, or five, this is where it gets interesting. So at number four, we had Lamar Jackson coming in here, twenty-seven years old, um, just got a new contract with the Ravens. Pretty much the league MVP, although has it been official? Is it official that he got? MVP. I mean, it's pretty much it comes cemented. out this this coming weekend, right? They yes. give him the awards. Yep. The awards yeah. will be right before the Super Bowl. So, yeah. Yeah. So Lamar Jackson at QB four. Um, I don't know. I don't I don't necessarily like number four for him. I mean, he's one year younger than Patrick Mahomes. He's tied to the offense that seems to be running the right way, except for the last week against Patrick Mahomes. Um, I, I just think that Lamar Jackson puts out a bigger fantasy production season in season out than Patrick Mahomes does. We kind of saw Patrick Mahomes sliding. I believe what he finished QB eight, QB nine this year. He had, uh, a, he in, had an off in year. season long. Yeah. Yeah. He had an off but, year. But then it raises the question, Tyler. I mean, you know, Travis Kelsey, if he wins the Super Bowl this year, does he retire? What is yeah. what, what do the Chiefs look like? Going think, into next if, season. So if Kelsey retires, I think that's actually a good thing for this offense because they can spend that money mm. on a T Higgins. They can get uh, a higher profile free agent easier with the uh, Kelsey money that they will be saving. Um, I, I think Josh Allen, let's go to the top. He should be yeah. one. I mean, he year after yes. year, even on off weeks, I, I, I gave up like we went over it. I gave up the farm for Josh Allen. And that's what you got to do. You got to give up the farm for him. And I still feel good with it. Like, yeah, I gave up, you know, Jordan Love, who panned out to be really good. But did I know that? No. And at the time, Jordan Love's value was not where it's at. So, uh, yeah, Josh Allen to me, one. My question is two. I don't think Jalen Hurts is locked in at two. I mean, the that's, tush -push that's rule. a fair assessment. <laughs> and it was a down year for the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. And back the half of the season, they were totally out of sync. He was sick. He was injured. The tush push got him a lot of touchdowns. That's what I'm talking about. And it's probably there's going to be a new rule. But I don't think I don't about. think that the tush push itself made who Jalen Hurts was like. He Kelsey's did not do retiring. that. He didn't. That like that makes <laughs> something big. Um. But I, I another year of offensive coordinator changes yep. makes me really worry a little yeah. bit about Jalen Hurts. 
And to be fair and honest, I, I would have him probably at four after the performance that he put on this year, Lamar Jackson doing what he did MVP year. And then Patrick Mahomes, you know, not having the offensive pieces around him um, still makes it happen. You know, he's going to turn Rashi Rice into a star. He's turned Pacheco into a star. Well, Pacheco is that offense. They he is that star. Through, they're through. They're they're going through Pacheco, and they they were gashing eight to nine yards a carry with Pacheco. So, so for and then Ceh got one carry for one yard, and then they sat him down. So, so for me, Hurts, if you are able to do Hurts and drop down to an Anthony Richardson plus, like I'm game for that. Give me Richardson because I think they got the same upside. Yeah, Richardson's injury history, but we have a solidified offensive coach. Mm-hmm. The coach that actually turned Jalen Hurts into what he is. So yeah, I, I like doing that kind of downgrading. Uh, Herbert, he's at quarterback seven. Give me Herbert plus, especially with Harbaugh there. Uh, I still have Herbert probably top three or four. Would you do the switch with Mahomes for Herbert? Um, I, they're, still, they're a little I bit had, closer. I honestly think I'd have Mahomes at two still. Wow. I think okay. I think you're going to get a value with Mahomes, but Mahomes is still Mahomes. Like, yeah, he had some bad weeks this year, but this offense had to change on the fly. They had some bad weeks. Kelsey had some bad drops. Rasheed Rice was coming into his own, and I do think they add to this offense. They know what they need, and they need playmakers to mm-hmm. help Mahomes. They need speed and people that can actually catch. Yes, MBS, I'm looking at you. Um and mm. Jameson Williams ain't it, and Josh Reynolds ain't it, so we, we can't look there going back to the championship game. But, yeah, uh, Mahomes I, I think is just fine. Lamar I think should be top five. Uh, my questions are – my definite questions are Tua, Burrow, um, Hurts, uh, and maybe Dak at the top. Trevor Lawrence, of course, we've all right, gone all right. in late, Yeah, we're, but... we're bouncing all around for for well, I mean, narrative purposes. You might as well just go top 12, like top 12 and ADP. Yeah, we could do top 12 Josh, ADP. Josh, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Pat Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, CJ Stroud. That's the one that sticks out the most to me, and I was, and I, I was and trying I think... to get it out. CJ Stroud over Burrow, Herbert, Prescott, Richardson. Like, Yeah, I'm okay with it. I'm I'm perfectly fine with it Strong in any sense. Three. Like, yeah, like he's pushing the top. It, I want to say the top four. And with that would move Jalen Hurts yeah. down more because he's on an upswing. Jalen Hurts had kind of a neutral year in production. And even though the rushing touchdowns, that probably will never go away. You know, we re- we forget that, you know, he squats 600 pounds and, and he can run himself. And he had a, a down running year this year with with the addition of of DeAndre Swift cuz last year they couldn't really run the ball with Miles Sanders even though he had a career year and went into the dust. Why why not have Hurts next to Dak? I mean they are almost the same type of player. Well, the the whole thing with Dak is I'm actually really down on Dak. I mean everybody it, and, is. and which is and which is not 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 necessarily. I, I mean he makes no. the he makes Nobody QB 8 he makes QB eight here on ADP. He's still dra- being drafted in the first round of Superflex leagues, um, eleven overall, and he's thirty years old. I don't, I don't understand. He's in the final year of a four year deal, one hundred sixty million dollar deal that he signed back in twenty twenty. Got paid big time, one hundred twenty six million, and his contract stipulates that they cannot franchise tag him in twenty twenty five. 
So it's 2024, make it or break it. They have one year left to do it. I say get out early. He finished as the QB3 this season. Utilize those stats. Push it on your league mates. If you have Dak and you're not competing this year, cash in, man. Yeah. I mean, if you could get the 102 for Dak, 103 for Dak, and maybe a little more added on, it, it might if be okay to get the, refresh, the 102. But... I am definitely selling. But 102 is Drake May, and we've seen. Or, I mean, I, I might, it, like, if I don't need the quarterback, per se, like, say I, I was I was competing and I picked up some younger guys. Say I say I drafted C.J. Stroud last year and, and have, you know, I had Jordan Love on my taxi squad and moved him up. Now I'm like, huh, I really don't need another quarterback. I'm going to go Marvin Harrison and get my, my fantasy team a yeah. playmaker for decade. Yeah, for a there's. Decade. There is a there's a good chance Marv week one has more value than Dak. Hundred percent. Marvin Harrison Marv Harrison Jr. could have more value than Jamar Chase going into week one. That's insane yeah. to think about. But that's the hype. That's where we're it's at. It's been building for three years. So Yeah. And um yeah, yeah, for me, Tua at quarterback ten, woof. Like he had a great start. And then we saw when this offense started not being able to run the ball, Tua, when pressured, makes big time mistakes, and he can't. He he relies too much on those playmakers. So what happens when Tua or when Tyreek's gone? Because my real feelings on Jalen Waddle, I'm gonna be honest with you, he's not a premier wide receiver. He's no, he's a, not. He's a high end wide receiver too for a team, but is he a wide receiver one? And he's been for, injured. He's always injured, and um. Yeah, I, I for me, that too was the interesting part. And Trevor Lawrence, if we don't see it this year, his value is going to start slipping. We're yeah. going to start seeing him fall um, to where other players are that we will mention in a bit. But yeah, Trevor Lawrence at quarterback eleven, his you know quarterback drafted number one overall, the next poster boy, the next you know Jesus is coming type player. Uh, he hasn't panned out, but he's still got that value of that guy. So uh, if you can cash in with him, I'm perfectly fine with that. Um, but yeah, I, I still have hope in Trevor Lawrence. And maybe because question, I went out and purchased uh, for a King's ransom last year. But the real question is Joe Burrow as well. Yeah, is he, I mean, are the injuries going to stop? I, I, I guess mean, the questions are first off, first and foremost, the injuries, like you just mentioned. But does T Higgins stick around? The OC's gone. OC's gone now. So what's going to, what's going to happen with this team? Um, we may see a dip, but we already saw a dip. But he and he looked like he was coming before the second injury, the season season ending one. We looked like he looked like he was back one hundred percent. But now, who knows? There's a lot of questions going around Joe Burrow. I think he's losing steam. I believe last year he was inside the top five. Now CJ Stroud is has capped him so far. And I think Anthony Richardson could do that as well and move up ahead of Joe Burrow just because of the rushing upside. Yeah. And we can't, we can't knock anybody for injury as much, but yeah, it's a problem. If he, if you spent up on Joe Burrow and obviously people still are drafting him six to seven overall, still in startup, like you want that production. You have to rely on him to lead your, your team to glory. And it's getting harder and harder to trust that when he's injured as much as he has been. Yeah. And with how many quarterbacks have started, 
Um, I used to be a big, hey, get your studs at quarterback, get your young studs. Lately, every time I'm I'm looking at rosters and I'm looking at championship teams, and they all have one thing in common. They got that one stud quarterback, a Josh Allen, and then they've got a guy like a Matt Stafford, Brock Purdy, a Jordan Love, somebody who came out of nowhere and their value goes up. But they also got studs at playmakers. They got a Bijan. They got studs at receiver. And it's Brees Hall. Yeah. Yeah. They got Brees Hall. And I mean, I'm not. We're naming Doug's team here. In a startup, I'm not touching. (laughs) I am not touching running backs in a startup until later rounds. But no. um, Yeah. The receivers are a huge thing. If you have those two quarterbacks that are starting and getting you 15 plus points in a Superflex league, your wheels up because your playmakers are going to do the rest. So if you've got a Justin Jefferson and say on the back end, you get a Kyler Murray who isn't as valued as he was three years ago, that could be a route. Like there's so many quarterbacks that we like, and there's three more, possibly four coming in in this draft that we are valuing high. I like Drake may Jane Daniels has major upside. Caleb Williams is literally a first round startup pick. He's like quarterback six going off the board right now in startups quarterback six like you're paying for his upside already and uh he's right there with stroud almost so yeah i i'm a big fan of quarterbacks but looking at it with how many younger quarterbacks we're having coming in and uh the older vets staying a little longer like stafford and kirk cousins that's always a plus um i mean aaron Rodgers, he you got him for one or two more years that's fine daniel jones is very underrated we, we haven't talked about him they seem i don't know if him. i want to there, I mean, what do you have to pay? You don't have to give up what you had to this offseason. Yeah. So looking at values like that, look at Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield was going for a second rounder. He was a throw-in in that Josh Allen trade, and I did not want to give him up because I still thought Baker could revive his career, and he did. Now he's probably going to get a three-year, four-year contract with the with uh, the Buccaneers, and uh, it's all because he just found the right offense. That makes sense. No. Let's talk I really want to about... talk about Justin Fields. Uh, he is interesting. Because he's hard. Because I can see his career going two ways. One, very, very well. And two, kind of like slipping off earlier than Cam Newton did. And yeah, I mean, Cam Newton fell at, what, 29, 30 years old? Yeah, and, and obviously Justin Fields is, what, 24 Um, and and it's not going to happen right away, but you know, there's a lot of news coming in saying that he's possibly going to Atlanta. You mentioned it yourself. Um, do you think Atlanta trades up and gets Justin Fields? Well, I don't think they'd have to give up eight. They'd probably have to give up a second, which it's an early second. So the bears can recoup their early second round pick. They gave for sweat, which was a good trade. Uh, they actually gave up a second rounder for a good player, unlike Chase Claypool. Uh, yeah, so it was a very good trade for them. But if they can recoup that second for more options in the draft, I think that's what they would look at. Because the thing is, if Fields was a year one drafted player, maybe they could get a first round pick. But the fact that the team who trades for him is going to have to give him 35 to $45 million a year in a contract extension after this year of playing... That's what makes his value lower. So if, it, if he goes to Atlanta, that's fine. I'm not sure he fits in the offensive scheme of Zach Robinson. We've seen Matt Stafford succeed big time with this. 
Uh, that's why I think Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Maybe they they hold off and they draft uh, JJ McCarthy and they trade back or they trade back into the first round. Maybe that's route they go. I'm not sure how he fits in with the offense, but hey, if you got a player like Fields, you build an offense around him. You know, you hear that Bears? You you build an offense around him. So, <laughs> uh, I I actually think Fields is a better player than what we've seen throwing the ball. We've mm-hmm. seen prolific plays in Ohio State. Yeah, he had all these receivers, but he played very well. He's a great deep ball thrower, and they never gave him those options in Chicago. They did, but they never gave him actual like check check down options when they did it. If you watch uh, the quarterback school, uh, I forgot the guy's name, and um, if you watch his YouTube channel, he goes over and says like the offensive play call early on in the season was god awful. The the plays he didn't even know, and they yeah. didn't put Fields in a good good place. Fields in Atlanta with those options, and I think with a competent offense, could succeed. Do I want to see it? Eh, I, I'm not sure. I would like to see Atlanta trade up for Drake May. Yes, I would love love that, mm-hmm. especially with this offense. But we'll see. Uh, yeah, Fields is definitely gonna be landing spot, and what that team does if they even give him an extension right away. So I want what I want from Fields. He's I have a risk. two spots. I have two spots. One is obviously Atlanta. Yeah, and the other is Seattle. That's not now, bad, but Gino, I think. Is I know strange. Gino has one year left. Now you think about it. Pete Carroll, not the head coach anymore. Love Gino Smith. All right. New coach. Things could change. Hey, they want to make, you know, just like Atlanta, you know, they want to make a, a spark with the coaching staff. They want to make a spark with their quarterback. Yeah, we still got to see who the coaching staff is. Yeah. Well, we don't know yet, which makes it a little bit more interesting. And I think they have the draft capital where you know, they could say, you know, we'll move up from, we'll give you this 16th move down from, from nine, you know, flip, flip picks. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not good so, with trading in the NFL, but. So I, I would I'll not like that because you, you don't want to fields wait. to be around. You know, you have to wait. Yeah. You'd have to wait. And right now you're paying at quarterback 12 prices. So you're, you're buying him starting. That's what we're at right now with ADP. So, if so you draft him at we're 12, not buying. So <laughs> uh, honestly, he's going to start somewhere that that's where he's going. The bears, the bears, they're going to take Caleb Williams. I don't think they're as cruel as a team to send them somewhere where it's like, Hey, good luck. You're not starting. Have fun. I think, do you think the they bears, retain, do you retain him for a year? Who the bears? Yeah. No, I, I, I mean, think they could they'll do, they'll do right by him and they'll trade him. Now, We've seen this with the Cardinals. Cardinals had the first pick. They traded Josh Rosen. Now the thing is with Josh Rosen, he sucked. Like, we did not see anything from <laughs> Rosen. So I don't think it's that type of situation. I think it's different. We've seen from Fields, and I think people in the NFL do see Fields as uh, a superstar quarterback. He's just yeah. built a little different. But, um, yeah, for Fields, it's landing spot dependent. But what I want to see is I want to see a team – Give him an extension. That's what I want to see. I want to see a team commit to him before I'm locked in and be like, this guy is a top eight dynasty quarterback. And that's that's the whole problem. Like we don't know that. And with that, with the his value can only go up if that happens. When a team commits to him, everybody's gonna want him. And yeah. I'm not I'm not ready to pay QB eight pricing. I'm really not. I wouldn't so, pay it for Dak. I'm not gonna pay it for for Justin Fields, who is semi unproven. So uh, going down the list, uh, Fields or Kyler? Kyler's right behind him. Uh, 
I still say Fields has more potential for the youth. But if Kyler gets Marv or a neighbors, he could uh, have I a resurrection. Yes. In his and, and I yeah. think we've seen that. Like we're I waiting Kyler... for it. <laughs> we're just I... we're just sitting here waiting for it. We saw it with Trey McBride and how much he could with with younger stars and unre and without recycled players out on the perimeter. We I think Kyler is going to be good. Fields had nobody, and then he gets DJ Moore, and he's producing. Kyler had nobody. Got the hop, did well. Uh, yeah, he exactly. Jordan Love, I th- I think we're looking at. I'm looking at Jordan Love over Fields. I have him. I probably have Love right next to Kyler. If, if Love gets the contract that you think that he is going to get, like a four to five year deal, then yes, I yeah. will agree with you. He is still right now of value in Dynasty outside the top 12, sitting at QB 14, uh, ADP of around 18 or 19 overall. Time to buy was last year. And I told you guys to do that. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. I mean, and you could say the same thing about the guy right behind him and Brock Purdy. Oh, I'm I'm taking Purdy over Fields. But, like, the one that, that hurts me, like, is the Jared Goff, no respect ever, QB 17, behind Deshaun Watson. It just makes my skin curl. Yeah. I mean, it I'm, just doesn't make sense. I, I'm I would go off over Tua. Yeah, one hundred percent. He's a why, better quarterback yeah. than Tua. Why? Why wouldn't you? And this offense is staying together. Like I, Ben Johnson. In order for him to get a good head coaching job, uh, I mean, let's look at coaches next year. The Steelers, maybe because Tomlin's on the hot seat. Um, I'm not. Well, sure. that's why they went out and and, and uh, got Arthur Smith. He's going to replace Tomlin next yeah. year. I, I oh, but uh, I mean. You look at Seattle. He had a chance to go to Seattle. He had a chance to go to the Commanders and pick his own quarterback, and he decided no. He said yeah. no, no, thank you. Got it. He went back to the Lions. I would not be shocked if they restructure his contract to give him more money, just like Slowick did. Um, like I said, like we could see these offensive coordinators just staying, staying put, and he's young enough to where maybe in his late forties he becomes a head coach, and he's just so good. Like, how many times did Kyle Shanahan kind of just keep being an OC? Mm-hmm. Shanahan kept yeah like he bounced he, around for a long time before he landed the head bounce, coach bounce and then yeah. you know after Atlanta after making Matt Ryan uh the MVP he's like okay I'm ready like that could be the route and I, I'm watch out if that happens yeah so uh yeah I mean let's, some let's, of these lower some of these lower quarterbacks are interesting you touched on uh Daniel Jones we touched a little bit on Geno Smith and I'm looking like Back-to-back are Bryce Young and Kirk Cousins right after Jared Goff. And personally, I probably want – oh, it's close. I'm def- I am definitely want Jared Goff over Bryce Young right now. You're, you're looking at it But as, I kind of want Kirk Cousins too. Well, that's the thing. Kirk, we look at it as like, oh, he's got one or two more years left. Kirk could play into his 40s. I mean, we've seen it, what he does to, to get ready for the season – he could have four more years. I mean, like everybody would agree with me if I turn around and say, yeah, I want Kirk Cousins over Matthew Stafford. Yeah. I, and they're I the mean, same age, 35. Yeah. It feels like Stafford's been in the league for like Yeah, so years. much longer. Well, I mean, I'm sure they've been in the league the same amount of time, but Stafford, you know, Stafford number one, as a baby. Yeah, number nine overall pick, yada, yada, yada. No, number one overall pick. Oh, well, his number's nine. Um, yeah, and like looking at Baker, it all depends on the contract, but. I mean, Baker was 
uh, a guy that was in the 20s or 30s for quarterbacks. So let's go down the list and look at these. Let's pick some. Let's pick some winners here. Some let's diamonds. Try to figure out. And I, I'm looking at one. Um. I mean, are we? Our team's going to go. How on far the, are we looking down here? Cause... I'm going to quarterback 40. Jimmy oh, Garoppolo. I think ow. Jimmy G might have a resurgence no. somewhere. No. I was talking to somebody here. I said, hey, if they got to pay Jefferson 32 to $35 million a year and they can't afford Kirk Cousins, Jimmy G at like 25, 20 to 25. If we're why, looking, why if we're looking to make uh an ROI return on investment, my my pick would be QB 33, and that's Mason Rudolph. Mine's right behind you. And I'm Jake Browning. Sure, yeah. And, and I think Doug is too. Jake Browning could find himself as a starter in the league. Like we're uh, Denver Broncos. If they trade Russ or cut him, they eat that cat. They can't afford a major signing. They would yeah. have to go cheap. And that's why Jared Stidham could be an option. I mean, if you got Jared Stidham and he's a cut candidate, because I know rosters you got to cut and stuff, don't do it right now. Just, just hang on. Rudolph, same thing. Just hang on for a little bit, see what happens. He could sign a two-year deal just to kind of see what, what goes on. Um, kind of like Baker. Baker got a one-year deal. Daniel Jones, I think, has fallen off the face of the earth. And I think What about a, Mac Jones? Mac Jones, we've heard rumors that they could take Marv at three and just roll with Mac. I don't think that's a good idea because I think Mac's personality is what kills him. I don't he think is, he's he's got the offensive speed down for the NFL. I just don't I, think so. I don't think it's that. I think it's an attitude thing. Oh, really? Well, I mean, if, like if you've Callahan, worked with... If you guys remember... Yeah, Bo Callahan. Callahan. Yeah. He, he took the $100 problem. bill. Yeah, he took the 100 Mac took the 100 and bought that suit in the draft. If you saw it, it was not tailored. Mac Jones did not tailor his suit. <laughs> Aiden O'Connell at quarterback 29 could be one of those people. Like Sneaky, yeah. Sneaky could be a starter. Maybe not. It, this offseason could be... Is the Sam player. Howell project over? QB 30? I I, I think I, yes. I would still have him over Kenny Pickett. I mean, yeah. I think Kenny Pickett should be down. Ryan Tannehill could find a job, but I doubt it. Uh, we're looking at guys like Desmond Ritter. I think he's done. Jameis, I still feel like, deserves a job. That could be somebody like Baker. He's still like 28 <laughs> I said it last season, old. too. <laughs> Jameis is still like 28 years old. No, he's 30. Let's get it right. Is he? Yeah, he's 30 years old. There's no way he's 30. Yeah, dude, he's 30, man. Oh, he's he a year older than Mitchell Trubisky, believe he it or not. He just celebrated his birthday on the 4th of January. So, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's, there's a lot of these quarterbacks, and we're talking about backup quarterbacks that you should pick up. Josh Dobbs. Bailey Zappi? No? Yes, no. No, we've no. seen enough. Yeah. We have seen enough of Zap Zap. Um. Oh God! Like, uh, for me, my like even Trey Lance. I was gonna say Trey Lance is interesting after the conversation that I just had about Dak Prescott. Like just sitting behind Dak, but they weren't even dressing him. Like he was third string, and I think for a good reason. For me, that's the the main I, thing. They I, needed he needs to sit. I, I and and if if he does need to sit, then he's going to be a glorified backup. All right, I don't I don't think that he's the future of any franchise. And I mean, yeah, his value is rock bottom. You could probably go and scoop him up if you want to, if you want to take a second 
like a, a chance on him, a second chance on him. But I'm not going to go out there and spend more than a, I don't know, fourth round pick, late yeah. third at best. I completely agree. So for me, if you're going late, are you done with Russ? I'm not going out there and acquiring him. I think uh, the- he didn't do anything this year that made me want to say I'm going to go and try to buy low and see if it if it helps. I'm he's on the back half of his career. It, it looks like he's lost a step. His deep ball actually looked d- decent, but it's all the intermediate route stuff that um, he used to do with like Tyler Lockett running across the seam or or Doug Baldwin running across the seam. Um, I, it doesn't. It doesn't look like it's going to continue in Denver, and I think the leash is very short, and Sean Payton's going to yank it sooner rather than later. Wait, what is he going to do? He's going to yank it. The leash. <laughs> so yank I think the biggest boom bust of this whole group. He's right there on the fringe. Quarterback. He's right 20, next to boom bust Daniel Jones. So quarterback twenty two, Will Levis. I think he gets a chance. He'll be the starter. Callahan's the new head coach. Um, he he did wonders with Browning. He did great with Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. He I don't think he called plays in Cincy. He might have after Taylor kind of resigned them when they're on a slump. I'm not sure. Um, so I'm not going to sit here and lie and say he was the play caller or anything. But Will yeah. Levis in the new offense, strong yeah, arm, very strong arm, can throw anywhere. Accurately, uh, Traylon Burks. He's got a good deep. I think Burks. Burks I mean, is a good buy right now. Yes, uh, Chig, and we got Tajay Spears on the up and up. Mm-hmm. Derrick Henry's gone. They need to focus on the offensive line if they can get him protection, which they are in a prime spot to take Joe Alt or the kid from Penn State. This offensive line, if you draft one guy, it could make a whole difference. Like I talked, yeah, about they just Giants. need another bookend. That's all they need. I talked about your Giants. Like when Andrew Thomas went out, that offensive line fell apart. Fell apart. Like even yep. Evan Neal is not good, and maybe they bump him into the inside, and he becomes something. But Andrew Thomas was ungood for a year, and then became an All Pro. He's one of the best tackles, left tackles in the game. And when he goes down, it makes a difference. And when he's in, that line is just solid. Yeah, and that's what t- that's what Tennessee could do. They drafted a guy last year. Uh, at the left guard, if they got that whole side going, Levis gets more time, which is what we all said Levis needs. He just needs time. Boom, we're lift off. Well, if you have the right time, you should go ahead and check out Manscaped. They have all the right tools for your special someone. Um, keeping yourself nice, silky smooth, as Doug would say, try out their lawnmower 5.0 wireless charger, weed whacker, nose and ear trimmer. They have all the stuff for your stuff, keeping it clean, crop provi- crop, crop reviver, crop cleanser, ball wash, ball deodorant, you name it. They've got it for all your grooming needs. Choose Manscaped. Use code DHH for 20% off at checkout. Manscaped, your balls will thank you for it. Tyler, I, I we've gone through a lot in a little bit of time. And we do have a little bit of time left, and I would love to talk a little bit about the new, let's say the top three quarterbacks that are left in the, well, the top three quarterbacks in this draft coming up in April, Caleb Williams, Drake May, and 
Now we're getting a lot of talk about Jaden Daniels. Um, where could you see some of these guys going? And with that landing spot, where do they kind of fit in on this ADP chart? So it's landing spot dependent. And we talked about fields going to Atlanta. I think a dream scenario for Atlanta would be Daniels sliding all the way down to to them at eight. Mm-hmm. Now Atlanta, a more I, versatile style of QB. I would not Drake be May. shocked if Atlanta trades up to three with the Patriots to take a Daniels or May. Um, it all depends on what um, depends on what they're thinking. Atlanta is going to be interesting. Like there's a couple teams that have some quarterback controversy or scenarios like Denver. We talked about with Sean Payton, Washington as an opening. We all know Chicago has some choices. It seems like the the second, third, and yeah, the second and third pick are definitely going to go take a quarterback. So for me, Caleb Williams, we're looking at around quarterback eight is where I would maybe slide him in. Uh, okay. I'd put him ahead of Dak. Yep. Uh, now the question is Anthony Richardson, who was 101 last year, who showed a very promising young career who's built like a damn tank and has an arm. I think he's got better arm power than Caleb Williams. Um, honestly, I think I would give up Williams to get Richardson plus. Like, cause the you hype give up is, the one Oh one for Richardson plus. Yes. Cause the hype is so much right now. And yeah. we've seen what Trevor, what happened with Trevor Lawrence, just or Bryce young, <laughs> Bryce. Well, I mean, Bryce Young. I mean, this crazy I'm type. sure there's plenty of people that listen to this show and they're like, okay, Bryce Young, 101 in my rookie draft, no problem. And I my 103 it's, in places, it's and I, year I after myself. year we see these number one prospects that get drafted in the NFL that take at least a year to develop. And if not, they start falling down this high ladder of, of – dynasty royalty and no, slowly but surely are moving outside of the top 12 more so more often than not it's scenario like we should have seen this with bryce young the second frank reich took him frank reich we saw him fail with carson wentz we saw him fail with matt ryan and why did we think bryce young was going to do anything with frank reich when we he was knew... the reason why andrew luck what went away anyway right like the, the thing is like frank reich <laughs> was not a good, good head coach now he's with the panthers and he's going to go through oc through oc and that is a career killer we saw anthony Richards, richardson go with uh, a rookie head coach and and all of a sudden we we knew that offense fit him that's why richardson went 101 mm-hmm. in a lot of places 102 because of the offense. And I think we need to realize that more than anything. The connection between offensive play caller, offensive coordinator, and starting young rookie quarterbacks is key for Dynasty. That is why Washington, uh, if they got Ben Johnson, if they were to have, we're looking at that landing spot as a prime spot for a player because the offense is going to be in stone for years because Ben Johnson's a great play caller. Uh, maybe he's not a good head coach, but it, since he's a good play caller, that offense is in there. Like that's there. They can't like the OC's not leaving for a head coaching job. It's there. He's the head coach. That's why that was great with Chicago and Caleb Williams. Are we looking at just a rotation? Cause their head coaching, their head coach might not be there next year. If this team fails again, Caleb Williams could be looking at another OC 
we saw Caleb Williams kind of trip a little bit in the season against good teams this college season. He's got all the talent in the world. Caleb Williams is a very ultra-talented player. He's Mahomes-esque. But if he keeps going through offensive system, through offensive system, what are we running into? Are we running into another Bryce Young where it's like, okay, yeah, he's got all the tools, but mentally, can he handle all these changes over and over and over again? Patriots, it depends on who they bring in as an OC, if he's any good. I worry about that. They don't have weapons. Yeah, that's the that's the that's the worst part about it. And I, I think that's what Mac Jones walked into. They really didn't have too many weapons there in the receiving game. Um, we all know Nikhil Harry wasn't it uh, as many times as they tried to trot him out there. And then they just plug and played like Devontae Parker and Nelson Aguilar was there for a year and so on and so forth. Um, I, I think whoever lands in New England which I think it might be Jaden Daniels. Please, God, don't be Marv. Um, Marvin Harrison, don't. No, I, I don't think they go that route. I really don't. What if they What if they trade for Fields and take Marvin Harrison? Now, let's see. Now, see, that is a smart move. The, hard, the hardest part with New England will be getting Bill Belichick out of our minds because this is going to be a whole different team. But not not so much. Jared Mayo was there the whole time. He's and then play, I just read that they... They um, what you call it? They gave the assistant offensive coordinator like a, a bump to offensive coordinator. I think that happened. No. Not so sure about that. Uh, Might not be factual correct, but I just I just think that Where's we're Doug gonna have we we're him? gonna we're gonna have that in our head. We're gonna have Bill Belichick's team in our head for New England for at least two years, just because we we hear New England, it's like oh that tough nose type team. Uh, I've. I mean, Brady was on Pat McAfee today, and I heard him talk about Jerron Mayo and how he's more of a leader of men and how he's he's a players-type coach. He's a great captain. He could be more of a D'Amico Ryans-type player. Than I don't think. mind Jaden Daniels landing in New England and the because re- he can run the ball. We know that. Yeah. He's a little bit – he's a, he's versatile. He's a little smaller, but he's versatile. Imagine and that's him. what I like. And I, I Drake May, he's fast, but I'm not sure he's that type of quarterback. Drake May needs he needs an he needs offensive a pocket. line. He needs yeah, he needs an offensive line. Drake May, you're gonna be shocked with his 40. He's gonna run fast. He's yeah, a, he's, he's, a, he's a superior he, athlete. He may be the quarterback that hits the four four this year. He Maybe. he's got a rocket arm and he can and he can run. So I think all three of these quarterbacks are gonna be fine. Um I, I would say I'm gonna put May around quarterback fifteen. Right behind Purdy, probably where he's at in DLF. Okay. Uh, um, I mean, you're not giving up 102, 103 for Jared Goff. You could get Goff for a little cheaper. I'd, I'd yeah. say 105, 106 for Goff. Uh, let, let me correct that. Brock Bowers for Goff right now would be a fair deal. And I think mm-hmm. if you're quarterback needy, yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, so, so these rookies coming in. We're going to see their landing spot. My my big player, because there's always one quarterback that comes out of nowhere. If J.J. McCarthy or Penix, because I'm going to put him in. Penix, Penix was really his, stat-wise. Penix's health came up clean. That was the biggest worry. Mm-hmm. So his health came up clean. And if he falls a second to a team like Atlanta or something like that, yeah, Penix is going to be a good deal. In Superflex Leagues. We saw it with Josh Allen. We see it every year. Uh, J.J. McCarthy is going to be my guy that I would like to have sit at least a year or two. 
and he could be a mid-second round pick, early second round pick in rookie drafts. He's someone that I could see like landing in Vegas. Yeah, I agree. Um, so yeah, this this is gonna be a very interesting offseason with the quarterbacks. There's gonna be a lot of movement. We saw Rodgers last year move teams. We saw Carr get traded to a different team. We saw Trey Lance. Trey lose, Lance pretty lose much his spot. All apart. We saw Brock Purdy rise in value. We saw Jordan Love go insane in value. We saw Kyler Murray resurge up his career when we all thought he could be toast. And Trevor Lawrence pretty much fall off the face of the earth. Like ups and downs. Matt Stafford, when we all thought he could retire, he's now got three years in the tank, it seems. Mm, yeah. Not so much sure. Not so sure about the three years. Maybe two. Maybe. I mean, at we, least one more, maybe. We did this with Brady. Mm-hmm. Whenever you just. Because. We saw, we see what Jason Kelsey is going to be my last thing for the podcast. We saw what Jason Kelsey, and if you listen to their podcast, you see it. It's tough to leave the game because it's all you know. Mm-hmm. This is all you do. And even with family, he came back last year. Like he even stated, like he got depressed thinking about the offseason and not playing football because he doesn't have his teammates. He doesn't have the locker room anymore. And that part would leave a massive, massive hole. And it would, like, he broke down on his podcast just thinking about it. Like, these players love the game. This was their whole life for so many years. And especially at quarterback, if you're able to keep playing at a high level, why not? And you, you're you okay with your family. Your your kids can see your dad growing up playing quarterback. We saw Joe Flacco talking about how his kid only got to see him in, in the Jets because he's old enough now to see him with the Browns. And when he was with the Jets, he wasn't successful. And his kid's like, Daddy, we're not good. And now he's showing, like, he is good. Joe Flacco mentioned that like it's fun to have your kids watch you and know what's going on instead of them being like infants and not knowing how you're playing. We're going to see quarterbacks, I feel, that are in their prime still play to 40. Yeah. Joe Flacco. Perfect. Kirk Cousins could play till he's 40. Like the way Kirk Cousins is built, I would not be shocked. He plays. Russell Wilson not playing until he's 40. Russell Wilson. It. If we see Russ still bad this year, Deshaun Watson not playing until he's thirty. Deshaun Watson, he I may mean, not get on back on the field until he's thirty years old. The way I mean, he comes Deshaun, on and off and on. Deshaun Watson is going to be playing. Like I'm telling you, I get he could what, be that candidate in the middle of the pack at QB I, sixteen. That that could just be like, damn it, we knew we just didn't want to take the risk. The but risk I, is I don't want the risk is too is too. Uh, it's not rewarding enough for me. So the thing with Deshaun Watson that will always be there is we saw him as a top five stud young quarterback. We saw him CJ Stroud esque. Mm-hmm. We saw that, and he was a poster poster boy. And, you know, we thought he did nothing wrong, and what he did allegedly um, was not good. It was a it was a bad thing, almost a and career killer. That is there. No matter how much you say, I don't even think about it when it comes to Dynasty, you do. You it's do. baked in his price. Because we always, play the long game in Dynasty. It will always be baked in his price, the contract. Now, if this contract was with anybody else, you'd be like, hell yes, this is a quarterback I can get behind because he ain't going anywhere. There's no way they're getting away from this contract, and that's true. The thing is, nobody wants him because of what happened off the field. If he, If that didn't happen and he's still playing the way it is, Deshaun Watson would be right next to Dak. It would be high. And the only reason why he's this low, especially with this Browns offense that saw at Flacco, is because of what happened off the field. Now, if you listen to reporters, anything with Cleveland, 
uh, especially somebody who was a sideline person with uh, the Texans, and they he was she was on Pat McAfee. Deshaun Watson played through injuries with Houston. He played with an ace torn ACL. He played with multiple injuries in Clemson. Mm-hmm. And that's what he did. And this is what we saw this year. He tried to play through injury. He tried to tough it out. And all we could see is this guy sucks because of what happened off the field. We don't see him in the same light anymore. So there, you're saying there's a, there is a chance where he, he comes out in the 2024 season and outproduces his ADP. 10,000%. It makes a lot of sense. And, and you know... It, after more research, I may just may go out there and get at least one share, just so I can say well, I, no. we were right back in January. We all right, the Tyree <laughs> Kill stuff. Everybody yeah. was writing him off for dead because we were all 100 percent sure he he hit his kid or or hit his wife or whatever it was. Everybody's like, "Oh, he's dead to me." I got him for seconds everywhere. Adrian People Peterson. did not. Uh, yeah, Adrian Peterson. But Tyreek Hill, nobody wanted him. Oh, I can't stand this. His value completely fell off, and people are like, his value's done. He's done. He's always done. He's going to get cut. That's it. Look what happened. Hmm. Now he's the best receiver in the NFL. Like, I'm not saying don't overlook what he did. I'm saying don't bake it into Dynasty. This is a game of a game. If you don't want to cheer for him in real life, I'm okay with that because that's fine with me. Just don't if, overlook his his value. But if you're looking, yeah, his physicality if and his football skill. If you're looking for an asset like a Baker Mayfield s type player that can go from twenty quarterback twenty, because I guarantee there's some leagues where Deshaun Watson's quarterback twenty in drafts. Fair. If you can go get him at that price, he's a he has a chance to be a top twelve quarterback because he's still young enough. He's still got talent and he's still got players around him. That's all I'm saying. Fair enough. And I think that is going to wrap it up this evening, Tyler. Um, For all of you that are listening, thank you again for tuning in to the Dynasty Happy Hour every Tuesday at 9, 8 Eastern. Um, Doug, type in how you want it to to leave the show. Oh, that's the show sheet. Never mind. That's James Uh Reed from the teleprompter. Yeah, that's the teleprompter. No, thank you. Big shout out to our, our... Sponsors, Manscaped, use code DHH, get 20% off. Under code DHH, $100 matched. And don't forget about Trophy Smack. Once again, use code DHH ring for that $60 championship ring for free. And check out our friends at DynastyNerds.com. They've got great things going on over there. And this is where we watch our film. The Prospect Film Room is in full swing. Go in out there, check out everything they have to offer over at dynastynerds.com for tyler and myself thank you again and uh we'll be back next week hopefully with doug so i don't have to sit here and uh, do this hosting thing and mess up all the sponsors slots yeah that's it bye